Well, welcome to Iron Bell Ministries podcast. It's uh, great to have you with us today. I'm sitting here with Stephen McWhorter. Uh, yeah. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Stephen's the worship leader for Iron Bell Ministries here and kind of heads up the music part of our ministry. And the uh, great thing about, I think, the, one of the outstanding things about the Iron Bell Ministry in general is that the ministry isn't something that, <clears throat> you know, we kind of conjured up uh, several years ago and said, let's yeah. set out to do this. It's basically God began to work in different people's lives, mm-hmm. um, you, me, my wife Shelly, you know, others, Jessica. And what happened is, is he began to work in our lives and teach us. Um, then what happened is we began teaching others that, and the ministry came out of the journey the Lord took us on. And um, so I think the stories about how we got engaged in the ministry, to me, is as important as what we're doing now, because yeah. that talks about the very essence of what God wanted to birth. Yeah. And um, the story of how you got engaged um, with Iron Bell Ministries is one we want to talk about today, which I think is a really... A neat thing for people to hear, and so yeah. why don't we kind of dial back a little bit, and why don't you tell your little your story a little bit, and I'll uh, engage you in some questions, but maybe just share some of that history yeah. for our listeners. And I've actually we've been doing this podcast not a long time now. We've only done like four so mm-hmm. far. This will be the fifth one. Mm-hmm. This is the first time where I'm not the one interviewing somebody. So I'll take this from here. I'm going to interview me from now on. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really good at uh, wrestling the mic back since it's right in front of my mouth. Yeah. So uh, I'll have no trouble with no that. No one's going to laugh at my jokes harder than me. So <laughs> there you go. Um, no, yeah. No, I, you know, it's funny. My, my journey here, you know, I don't really want to just get into what I do musically and all that, but I really want to talk more about the partnering with the Lord mm-hmm. and trusting God's better than plan. Yep. to lead you in what you want to do. Because you can easily look at um, gifting and mm-hmm. uh, all these kind of things and just go, oh, okay, well, I'll do A, B, and C, and I'll end up at, you know, D. Right. I was homeschooled. D's next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, really for me, a few years back, um, I was at a corporate church, and I was a worship leader mm-hmm. for seven to eight years at this church. And it kind of seemed trajectory-wise that was what I was going to do. I was going to be right. that guy. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh, and during that time, I was kind of in a bit of a dry season, um, and I just started pressing in with the Lord. I just said, I'm, I'm not going to s- just stay here in this wilderness. Mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. after it. So I kind of began a journey of time in my life where I was really going after prayer more than I ever had, going after fasting, really mm-hmm. wanting to hear the Lord, and just uh, kind of, unfortunately, it was a novel concept mm-hmm. to be like, God, can I hear yeah. you? Can I really hear you speak on a t- like on a real level into my life, not just decipher scripture and apply it, but mm-hmm. let the Lord speak through scripture specifically to me into my life yeah. and what he wants to do with me and just his voice in general. Yeah, it's so interesting. This, he kind of had to draw you into a valley a little bit yeah. to, to do that. Yeah. Um, first full band I was really in when I went off and did on my own was called Valley. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Um, so, uh, but anyways, you know, and then in this place, I just said, Lord, um, I wanted to start trying to hear him. And, I, and during this time, I had uh, felt like the Lord was saying to me something that was not on my radar at all. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I think you're going to leave uh, the corporate church and you're going to start writing songs. 
And at that time, I thought that wow. sounds very juvenile and yeah. like a terrible idea. And irresponsible. And very irresponsible. <laughs> I'm going to do it. No, uh, <laughs> so, so it was right up my alley. No. Yeah. Did uh, you dare share that with your wife at the time? <laughs> uh, yeah, my poor wife. No. Um, super supportive. My wife's supportive. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so now we, in this time, I just said, okay, Lord. So I begin this journey of, I went to the pastor of this church. I was good friends with the guy. So I just went to him and I invited him into the conversation mm-hmm. with me. I did just go in and say, I'm mm. out of here. Steven out, drop the mic. I was like, no, hey, I wanted to allow him to pastor mm-hmm. me even during this time. So I honored him and mm-hmm. really just said, hey, tell me what you think about this. I feel like God's saying this. And during that time, he prayed with me. He said, I, I agree. I think this is what you're supposed to do. Mm. So at the great. end of the six-month period, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have mm-hmm. no clue what I'm going to do. And I'm at this point, uh, the the last uh, end of the last six months, uh, me helping them find somebody. They were like, well, we've hired your replacement. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this just got very real, Lord. Uh, perhaps I'm just having a midlife crisis and I don't know what I'm doing. Well, two days later after that, somebody called me up that didn't know anything about what I was going on mm-hmm. with me and decision I had to make. And he just said, hey, we would like to hire you, you know, to come in and to help us, you know, put worship leaders and worship bands in our church and we're going to pay you a salary. And it was what I was making before, so it was able to provide for my family. Wow. All of a sudden, I have all this free time to write music. Wow. And uh, during that time, um, I just uh, started, I found out about the Iron Bell mm-hmm. through a friend of mine. Um, and uh, I said, uh, I started coming here just sneaking in the back, <laughs> praying. Um, it's hard for somebody the, as tall as you to sneak in, but you did. <laughs> Shelly and I, we didn't know who you were for until long into your tenure here. Yeah, I can I can sleuth and lurk with the best of them. So um, I snuck in and just was sat in the back and just uh, let the Lord minister to me in my life. Because, you know, though mm-hmm. he, he had just provided in a massive way, still I was kind of like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, this is great, but what am I doing? So then it's time I'm here praying and just asking the Lord to kind of provide this this church that it hired me on was doing a summit mm-hmm. at, at Iron Bell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Iron Bell Ministries, they were doing a summit. And, uh, and a summit is basically here at the barn. This is where you want to kind of tell what that is? Sure, yeah. Um, Shelly and I and uh, Jessica, our daughter, uh, we usually engage with leadership teams of ministries or businesses. And it's a leadership program, but it's kind of an upside-down version of a leadership mm-hmm. program where we, um, first of all, we minister to people, and we really pour into them, pray for them. But then we give them space to go listen to God mm-hmm. and ask Him what He has for themselves, for their ministry, for their business, mm-hmm. for the people around them. And um, so we were doing one with a, a church that you were doing some mm-hmm. worship music for. So uh, they had already, like long before I came on the scene with this place, they had been scheduled to do this. And uh, one of the elders that was involved had something come up all last second, couldn't mm-hmm. come. So they said, hey, well, let's have Stephen come and do the summit. Mm-hmm. So at this thing, I end up really connecting and meeting um, Greg here and his wife, Shelly, part of Iron Ministries, founders of this ministry. And I was there with this church, and uh, really the Lord just rocked my world um, mm. that weekend. Um, I heard him in the most profound way. And even at that point, uh, there was not, wasn't anything going on at Iron Bell, like mm-hmm. as far as like a real like worship ministry yet, there wasn't mm-hmm. a music thing that you guys were pushing. Or yeah, we were just like doing that. worship nights uh, every quarter. And then you had your Wednesday morning prayer mm-hmm. time where they have somebody quietly playing guitar and singing in the right. corner or whatever. And so um, the, I just felt this connection with the Lord from this thing. And, and when you guys prayed over me uh, and just spoke words from the Lord that I know are from the Lord, 
Uh, the thing is, is that I agreed with what you said, right. with what I believe the Lord was saying. It wasn't just that you said something that made me go, right. oh, I like that. Right. It was like, no, this is God speaking over me who I am yes. in Him. And, and, and I agreed with it. It was like this big giant yes. Yeah. And when I do that, something I believe happens in the spiritual realm that breaks, that begins this process of, of catapulting you mm-hmm. into your destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really just learning, that was the Lord, and I agree with what He said. Mm-hmm. It's the breaking of lies you mm-hmm. know, with truth, so it's real powerful. And literally the next morning I went to go lead worship that weekend at a church because we were traveling still at that time. And uh, immediate breakthrough, like the next day of the church. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, and mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like how mm-hmm. the Lord broke out in mm-hmm. this place. People on their knees crying out to Him, just yeah. kind of a mini revival wow. going on. So the Lord had broken through in this powerful way, speaking over my life. And so I remember that, by the way, just being powerful for us as we were praying for you. I mean, I really felt the God speaking to you, and uh, essentially, really giving. Um, words and life to how he created you and what he created you to mm-hmm. be and to be a worship warrior mm-hmm. and when you said you know yes lord that's who i am that's what you made me to be yeah uh, that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. where you really saw breakthrough yeah. yeah um it was more than just uh that sounds nice it was mm-hmm. like no I, that's real i believe it when we agree with it in that way there's real breakthrough mm-hmm. um so with that being said, you know, I, short time after that, I, w- I remember setting out front in the barn, uh, at the barn here, the Iron Bell Farm mm-hmm. here. It's just beautiful, beautiful property here. Right now we're even setting in like a 200-year-old cabin doing this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> hof- hopefully you're uh, able to see this uh, wonderful c- scenario here. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about Stephen and I, not the cabin. <laughs> if you're on Periscope, you're seeing a really <laughs> aw- gorgeous view right now. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that. So, anyways, I'm setting out in front of the Iron Bell here, and I'm on these really gorgeous swings, kind of hanging out with the Lord, and I'm writing my journal. And I remember sitting there and saying, Lord, I don't know what it looks like. Because uh, there was a lot of doors open to me at the time. A lot of churches were wanting to hire me mm-hmm. full-time as their worship leader. And it was just kind of right. going from one place to the next. It wasn't me agreeing with the word I believe the Lord had given mm-hmm. me. The word the Lord had given me looked risky mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there writing. I'm like, Lord, I don't understand what's going on, but I feel like you're calling me to use my gift here. And I write that down in this journal. I said, if you want to do that, God, I don't want it to be something where I go and put my foot in the door. You're going to have to come through so I know it's you. Mm-hmm. And so as I get up from that chair, literally in that moment, I'm walking away. Jessica, your daughter, meets me halfway and stops me and goes, hey, we would like for you to start being involved in the music <laughs> ministry here. I was like, "Wow, uh, it's in God's grace that he meets me in mm-hmm. my impatience. Wow. You know, <laughs> so, and I think, you know, in that point, those, many times, and you've seen this, uh, I know, several times, God just wants to confirm what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves when we ask him to mm-hmm. engage in our life and to confirm yeah. what is what he wants to do in us and what he wants to use us for. And yeah. uh, and I think he just won. I think he was smiling as much as you were when Jessica came up because he loves to <laughs> just intersect us and 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 birth us into the things that he's created us to be and do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think in a lot of ways honor the faith that you had because in that time frame, you know, I always like to say when you tell stories and you go back and tell stories, they they sound poetic as you tell them. Mm. But when you insert yourself and you say, well, you know, I'm sitting here not knowing what I'm going to do mm-hmm. and I'm trusting God and I'm believing him for some things that don't make as much sense in the natural at that time. That's a very different perspective. And you really you leaned into that. And I think God honored that. Yeah, because what was going on during that time was um, 
a big part of this ministry. Again, we talk about this a lot is adoration, like getting to understand, getting mm-hmm. to know the character of God. So you fall more in love with him. Like the more mm-hmm. you get to know who he is, the more you love him. Mm-hmm. And when you learn about who he is, it breaks a lie that's been there for a long time about yes. who he's not. Right. But you, you, you know what I mean? You've, you've kind of you've, created him to be that God. Exactly. You've said for a long time, I don't believe God is for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can really trust his plan for my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's going to be good for him, mm-hmm. but it's probably going to not be good for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like uh, the old adage you always say, you know, it's like people would tell me back then, Hey, you know, I'm going to pray for God. I'd be like, Hey, pray for this thing or pray for that thing to happen in my life. I'm really hoping for something. They'll say, well, I'll pray for God's will to be done. And I'll always say, no, don't do that. I want my thing. I want to happen. So that says a lot about yeah. how I thought about God, yeah. so, you know, deep down. I was just, by the way, Way, talking it's so practical what you're engaging in and what you chose to do and, and so important i was just talking to somebody today on the property and we were going through something he's talking about you know where he's in this situation he knows god has something for him but he's he says i'm a, he's inter he's intersecting mm-hmm. and going in a way god wouldn't want him to to get to that outcome yeah and i said you know what is it about god that you're not believing mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that he can't basically mm-hmm. orchestrate the circumstances to arrive where he's telling you he wants you to go, that you wow. feel like you have to pull it back into your hands. And yeah. I think that's that, you know, taking hold of the character of God and saying, man, mm-hmm. I not only know you're sovereign, I believe you're sovereign, I'm going to trust you. Yeah, not just that you're sovereign, you're in control of all this, but that you're, you're good. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is not just good for you, it's good for me because you care about me. Right. Um, it's like all that. It's yeah. the goodness of God. It's the trusting of God. It's, and for me, it was getting to know the God of the better than plan, the plan that's better than mine. Mm. And uh, in, in that season right there, when I was doing that, I, you know, again, going back to the, the first word I had, which was, you're going to be a songwriter mm-hmm. and you're going to not, you know, this is right. I'm like, I don't know how that's ever going to work out. So fast forward, I'm, I'm here and uh, you guys come to me and you say, Hey, we feel like God's saying you're supposed to help us kind of spearhead um, you know, a worship songwriting community. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of blown away by what God's doing. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm now, you know, today I have a publishing deal with Ironbell Ministries. I oversee yeah. songwriters. I get to write songs. Mm-hmm. It's actually reality. Mm-hmm. And the point about it is, is that during this whole time, and that's just a, the abridged version, but that mm-hmm. whole time there was so many risky things mm-hmm. that were like, Okay, I'm going to do this, God. I'm going to do this thing you're mm-hmm. telling me to do. I'm going to go off. I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask you what I'm supposed to do. And then I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Even if it looks crazy to everybody around me. Right. Because I know that when Peter got out of the boat, everybody in the boat was saying, don't go do that. That's insane. <laughs> you're going to fall. You're going to drown. Are you, are you a maniac? But his destiny was in getting out of that boat and coming yeah. after Jesus. Yeah. And And for me, that's what this has always been. It's been this, if I want... The best fruit, it's low hanging out on the limb. Mm-hmm. And I have to go after it because that's where God's calling me to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to trust Him to yeah. provide that, even when it doesn't make sense in the natural. Yeah. You know, and it's uh, that journey and what you learned uh, really applies to all of us because what happens is when we get at, when we have to trust God, we discover different parts of his nature. Mm-hmm. We discover that he's the God who who arranges circumstances down to the tiniest detail. Mm-hmm. You know, we discover that he's the God who um, 
uh, is faithful to uh, provide. We yeah. just we discover that He is the God who gives us the joy of our heart. Yeah. You know, all these things that if we hadn't put ourselves in a position to count on God, mm-hmm. it was under our control. We never would. So our mm-hmm. faith never grows. We, yeah. we never we never walk fully into our destiny because we don't have a strong enough hold on the nature of God to be able to walk into that. And yeah. what you described is. Again, sounds easy when we talk about a retrospect, but every step of the way, it's like, God, mm. I believe, help my unbelief, and I'm going to take a step further, and God honors that. Every step is a literal getting out of the boat into a storm moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like you just get out of the boat into water, it's getting out of the boat into a storm. Right. And um, so that that's always what it's felt like, but I, I know, and, and, I, and I won't say I handle it all well. Yeah. <laughs> reality is that you don't always, but you still keep going. Yeah. It's the wrestling. It's true. And you know, we say this a lot too. We say, you know, Mm. it's the journey. Right. Because if it was just the story was I was there and now I'm here, it's really, there's nothing to that. Right. All the best part is the journey because in that journey, it's like, you say this a lot. It's one of my favorite Greg Diedrich quotes. Yeah. I probably Uh, stole it from somebody, but go ahead. Tribute it to me. Real quick. (laughs) The best Greg Diedrich quote I got is your character has to meet up with your destiny. Mm -hmm. So God's going to prepare your. He's going to, He's going to form and mold your character yeah. now so you can be ready because that's why he's not taking you directly into it. That's right. And yeah. uh, I love that because that helps me make sense of kind of what's going on. Yeah. When, when, even though I'm in this, like you said, you know, you're in a dark moment. Yeah. You're waiting. Okay, God, what's next? Okay, mm-hmm. going to the next moment. Yeah. And you know, uh, what you talked about is a really good um, lesson for all of us because, you know, when we understand that God has a purpose for our lives and a plan, we equate that to, okay, well then in our mind, the quickest, easiest, most linear way is the way he's going to lead me. Mm-hmm. So we get this expectation of this is what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. but that's every way, but the way the Lord will lead because mm-hmm. his goal is not really just to birth that purpose, but to birth a person who can carry that purpose. And that's yeah. going to require the testing of our faith. It's going to require us to, to hope when there's no hope. It's going to require us to love mm-hmm. people in situations that are really difficult. And that's really what he's after. That's so good. And I would say this too, you know, um, God's better than plan. Like I always say, you know, why, do all this mm-hmm. is it just like you know i don't want to get the impression that if you do a b and c god's going to give you what you want it's this process of like the jeremiah twenty nine eleven is the mm-hmm. you know i know the plans i have for you plans to prosper you not to harm you plans right. to give you hope in the future <clears throat> and we love that part we always kind of stop there yeah go that's awesome let's put that on a t-shirt but the next part is the part that's the it's the clinch pin it's the th- reason for that yes. verse and it says because then the lord says then you will come you will seek me and you will find me and, and we will be together. It's right. this whole, it's, it was always about relationship. Right. And that whole process was about the relationship with the Lord. It wasn't yeah. just about getting me from A, B to C. It was getting me from, to him. Exactly. And you know, I've heard you say this before, you know, if you think about it, he, he will give you what you want. You just don't know you want it. Your deepest <laughs> desire is that fellowship with him. Yeah. You just don't know. And yep. in his goodness, he ultimately draws you into the very thing that he's embedded in you. That's your deepest desire. Yeah. That that bit of scripture, the, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. That's because the desire of your heart has become him. Him. And he'll give you him. Yes. <laughs> and it's yes. like, uh, I don't know why I read that scripture for so many years and went, okay. Right. But, and that was, again, that skewed view. That sounded like a bummer. Okay, right. if I love you, you'll give me stuff that right. I want. Right. Uh, it's only through that renewed view of, no, he's this good, amazing thing that yeah. I want. Yes. I just didn't realize it yet. And it's that, I heard this sermon the other day where this guy said, 
Uh, I'm glad the Lord doesn't uh, give me my wildest dreams, like yeah. the prayers that I pray that are my wildest dreams, because my wildest dreams when I have them are so minuscule compared mm. to what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was if I had my wildest dreams 20 years ago, I won't say how old I am now. <laughs> <laughs> you're a young, trust me, you're a yeah. young man. <laughs> so 20 years ago. Um, I would be in a metal band today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I'd be uh, screaming my praise, head off God in bars all day. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad God didn't answer my wildest dreams, right. and I'm glad that His wildest dreams for me are so much better. Yeah, yeah, Amen. And that's trust. Yeah, trust it. So yeah, it's good. So the uh, the better than plan God has for you can be trusted because mm. He can be trusted. It's true, and He's good, and you're here to testify to that. Mm. So we're we're uh, we're blessed to have you here at Iron Bell mm. Ministries. It's a uh, joy to um, not only have you here working in ministry, but just to be in community and to uh, get to experience you and your family and yeah. uh, see how God has worked mightily in you and through you. Yeah, it's the best. It's awesome. Yeah. We love yeah. it. Uh, let's pray. Let's do yeah. like a, let's do some adoration prayer. Let's pray a that little. Sounds bit. good. Lord, we just love you, God. You are the God of the better than plan. Mm-hmm. Lord, we love that we can trust you. We know that we are, we're always going to be in a place where we can't see the next step. Yes. Um, and that's a good place to be because that means we have to trust you. Mm-hmm. And you can see 50 billion steps ahead. You see every step ahead, behind, before. Um, and Lord, so we put it in your hands, God. We believe your word, Lord, just like um, David said in the Psalms. He says, this I know God is for me. And we mm-hmm. want to be a people that stand on that truth, God, that you're a God that is for us, mm-hmm. that you're the Jeremiah 29, 11 and 12, God. You're the God that um, has a better plan for our lives, one to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us hope in the future, and one that brings us into intimate relationship mm-hmm. with you, the true desire of our hearts, God. It's you. It's always been you. And so, Father, we thank you for that. We trust your goodness because you are a good God. We love the fact that your word says in Psalm um, 119, I think 68, it says that you are good and all you do is good. Mm-hmm. Everything you good. It's good not just for you. It's good for me because you care and you see, Lord, and you want um, the well-being for mm-hmm. us, Lord. You care about um, our destiny, our plans, our lives. Um, nothing's by accident. Mm. Um, you're such a caring father. You oversee us, uh, and you lead the way. You're the builder, God. You build things with our lives that we could never build, Lord. And if we try to build them, like it says, we build in vain. Mm-hmm. When we place it in your hands, what you build never falls, and it's a structure that points to you, God. Mm. Yes, Father, we and we do. We celebrate you as the builder, God, um, Father. And what you're building are your people. Mm. Um, because your people are your ministry. We are the church, and you are continuously, um, Father, putting forth in our lives the circumstances and situations that are conforming us into your image, That Father, that are making us like you, that are, uh, Father, um, helping us to become the fragrance of the very gospel that you want spread on this earth. And mm. you don't do it through programs and, and uh, nice glossy brochures. You do it through your people who communicate your nature through the way we interact with others. So, Father, we thank you that you never give up on us, that you're the constant molder uh, of our character, that you're the constant renewer of our faith. Father, that you're the God who never lets us settle for less than everything you have for us, and that you are the God who brings life to the full. In John 10, you said you came to give life to the full, Mm. and that life to the full is experiences we walk through 
life with you, uh, whether it's through circumstances that uh, at the time are pleasant or things that are difficult. In all things, you're constantly working out your purpose. You're redeeming uh, even the things that are hurtful in our lives. You're constantly redeeming those to bring forth your plan, constantly rebirthing the things that you want to bring uh, your kingdom forward. And so we thank you, Father, in this case that uh, you worked in Stephen, that he surrendered and that he said, I'm going to agree with what you're saying about me, Lord. I'm going to agree with the journey you want to take me on. I'm going to agree that I can walk into unknown territory uh, where I don't have the everything I need to be able to make this happen. And I'm just going to put myself in dependency with you and trust that you're you're who you say you are, yes, that God. you are good, that you do have a plan, yeah. that you won't take me to the Red Sea to drown me, that you're not <laughs> going to take me into the desert to starve me, mm-hmm. that everything you do is about birthing your purpose for us to walk into your kingdom and accomplish all that's on your heart for that and get joy in partnering with you to do that. So we just say yes and amen to everything that you want to do, and we say we love you. Mm. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. It was great to have you, and uh, we look forward to catching you on the next podcast from Iron Bell Ministries. Yeah, and you guys can also um, subscribe to the ministry on um, ironbellministries.org forward slash podcast. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And be on the lookout in the near future for another way you can access us. That's true. Mysterious. Exciting. (laughs) Exciting. Leave you guessing. (laughs) 